Hello and welcome to Intentional Leadership, the podcast show that will help you break the barriers holding you back from the true life of significance you are meant to live. I'm your host, Janelle Bruland, and I invite you to join us as I share leadership lessons and specific strategies to transform your leadership, crush your goals, and love your life. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, how are you doing? This is Janelle Bruland. Welcome to the Intentional Leadership Podcast. I have bonus episodes for you. I have a lot of content I'm excited to share with you in a new four-part series for the new year called Power Up Your New Year. A new year is a new beginning and a great time for a fresh start. We can think of a new year as opening a book. Its pages are blank. We're going to put the words on them ourselves. The book is called Opportunity and its first chapter is at the new year. I want to help you make this next year your best year yet. Today's podcast is part one in a four-part series called Power Up Your New Year. The part one is Power of Reflection. Let's get started. So why is reflection so powerful? There is such power in reflection because the past year can give us context for the new year. The past year gives us context for the new year, so it's important to take the time to look back to understand what worked for you and what didn't. It's only when you take the time to reflect on what worked and what didn't that you'll be clear on what needs to change. So there's three steps to the power of reflection that we're going to talk about today. And here they are. Number one, make the time for reflection. Number two, take inventory. And number three, evaluate what you want to be different. So let's start with number one, make the time for reflection. This is a favorite time of year for me. I love starting a new year. It is a fresh start. For the last several years now, I take the last month of the year, especially the last two weeks, as a time of reflection and goal setting. I actually like to start back at Thanksgiving and thinking about all the things I'm grateful for. We have a tradition at our Thanksgiving table to go around and to say what each of us is thankful for. There's so many things to be thankful for and starting your reflection with being grateful is a great way to get yourself into a positive mindset for this process. Do you know what's exciting about those listening today? You are all high achievers and goal setting is likely a regular part of your routine. Just the fact that you are taking the time to listen to this podcast puts you in the top 5%. Okay, the first thing you need to do is take time to reflect and to find the time for it. For many of us, our calendars are so full that there's no empty space to be able to reflect on your last year. So the first step is to realize how important it is to take time for yourself, to reflect on what's working and what is not. We must take the time to take care of ourselves and improve our own lives before we're any good to anyone else. Think about what our airline attendants say to us. Put on your own oxygen mask, before putting on others. So take out your calendar if you haven't done this already and block out time for yourself. I'd suggest that you take at least a half a day, ideally a full day on your calendar where you can spend time alone to think about and plan for your new year. So again, the first thing you need to do is make the time for reflection. Number two, take inventory. 
Once you've made the time for reflection, scheduling an appointment with yourself on the calendar, now you can begin the reflection process. So what's the purpose? The purpose of the reflection is to look back on your previous year and to take inventory. Reflect on the last year and evaluate your accomplishments and disappointments. What went well and what didn't? It can be helpful as you do this reflection to key in on seven main areas of your life. Bringing these together will help you grow and reach your maximum potential. They are physical, mental, spiritual, family and friends, career or business, financial, and finally fun and recreation. So think of each of these life areas as spokes on a wheel. Together they make up a circle of your life. Most of the bumps we experience in life are not due to the road, but the lack of attention to certain areas in our life which can make us off balance. As you review each of these, where do you find your wheel full and round? What areas are uh, off balance and wobbly where you need some help? In the areas where you're doing well, think about how will you sustain it? So as you reflect on the new year, again, it's helpful to evaluate each area of your life over the last year to ensure you're living your best life, one that's aligned in your values and purpose. So I would like to go through each of these with you in some detail. So first, let's talk about the physical, your health and well-being. How does your body feel today? How does your health and energy compare to one year ago? Have you moved forward or back? So when I evaluate my health, I like to review the following three areas. The first is nutrition. Am I giving my body the right nutrition? Proper nutrition, we all know, is foundation for our good health. We are what we eat, quite literally. What we put in our bodies will either fuel us properly and give us daily energy and stamina to accomplish our tasks, or they'll deplete us. Have you ever had that midday slump? That can happen when you're not getting the right food that's giving you the energy that you need. The second area for physical is exercise. Am I keeping up with a consistent exercise routine? Having strong cardiovascular health and muscle strength is paramount to a healthy life. How have you been doing in this area? And finally, the third is sleep. Am I getting the appropriate amount of sleep that my body needs? Getting enough quality sleep is key to a healthy lifestyle. I have to admit, this is an area I have had to work hard to maintain. And I've found that when I get a good night's sleep, it makes everything in my day go better. The second life area is mental, your mind, personal growth. The best leaders are deeply dedicated to continuous improvement and lifelong learning. They're constantly seeking ways to grow and improve themselves. With an insatiable curiosity, they constantly learn and hone their skills. So what about you? As you look back over the last year, consider what steps you have taken to improve yourself personally or professionally. Number three, spiritual, or think of it as your values. One of the most important things to keep us grounded in our lives is the spiritual component and the alignment of our values. How are you doing in this life area? Okay, let's go on to number four, 
family and friends, your relationships. Having strong relationships that are meaningful and growing are key to a fulfilling life. We often don't pay a lot of attention to our relationships and can take them for granted, especially family members and close friends. The end of the year is a great time to evaluate this important life area. How are you doing in this area? Did you make the time this last year to invest in the most important relationships of your life? Number five, career or business. So this is your professional life. Many of us are in the height of our careers and spend a significant portion of our days at work. Did you know the average person is said to spend 90,000 hours at work over a lifetime? That's roughly one third of our lives. Since we are spending so much time at work, the quality of our work and our work life is so important. Ask yourself if you've accomplished the career goals you set for yourself in this last year as you review. Number six, financial. This is your money. What is your current financial state? As you review this life area, evaluate where you are today and whether this is an area in which you are comfortable and have the freedom that you want. A year-end review is a great time to take stock and make changes where needed for the coming year. And finally, number seven, fun and recreation. These are your hobbies. As you evaluate the last year, ask yourself how you enjoyed your time outside of work. I hope you can name many fun times and exciting adventures you took part in. If not, I urge you to take time to fill this most important bucket. It is vital that we take care of ourselves so that we have the energy to be our very best. Okay, those are the seven life areas. You have now set the time for reflection and you have taken inventory. So now on to step three. Let's evaluate what you want to be different. Reflection is so powerful as the past year can give us context for the new year. You need to understand what worked for you and what didn't. There is power in this as only when you take the time to reflect on what worked and what didn't will you be clear on what needs to change. I like to use my journal, though any notepad will do, somewhere where you can brain dump your thoughts on paper. I start with asking myself the question, what did I achieve that brought me joy in this last year? With an open mind and a blank sheet, I begin to write down all the significant positive achievements and experiences that I can think of. These are the events that brought a smile to my face and lifted me up. Those special times when you think of them, they just bring a smile to your face all over again. Once you've completed this task, go back and look for themes. These are the type of activities that you want to continue in your life and to be mindful of as you create your plan for the new year. Okay, similarly, on another blank sheet, make a list of those stressors of the previous year. Ask yourself, what circumstances happened or events were you a part of that caused you pain or extreme stress? Think of your sleepless nights. As leaders in our businesses and families, the way to identify what is not working 
is often to go through the thoughts that wake you in the middle of the night. As you put this list together and you begin to look back at what has been bothering you, you will find that some things were out of your control to prevent. While many others are areas or activities that you can and should eliminate going forward. As we've talked about already, the first step to positive change in your life is to be aware of and recognize those things that you want to change. We have a tradition in my family of taking time to pause at the beginning of each year to reflect on what we accomplished the year before and to set goals for the year ahead. This year, we asked each other three simple questions. What do I want more of? What do I want less of? And what is just right? These are important questions to reflect on as how can we change if we don't first know what we want to change? Our family agreed on wanting to have more fun together, less worry. After all of the holiday parties, you can probably relate to this one, more exercise, less sweets. From these thoughts, we developed individual and family goals, which varied from keeping a daily budget, to finding a new job, starting yoga, to qualifying for the Boston Marathon. I appreciate the just right question, which asks us what we want to stay the same. Sometimes this may be the question to start with, as we often take for granted the many things going well in our lives. I'm grateful for the time I get to spend with my spouse, at my job, and chasing after those crazy kids. So what about you? Take time to reflect on and then write down what you want more of, less of, and what should stay the same. Then use this list to set goals with your first step of action. In part two of this leadership podcast, Power Up Your New Year, we will discuss the power of effective goal setting. I will provide specific tools to set and achieve powerful goals for the new year. So for now, let's review what we've covered today. Three steps to the power of reflection. Number one, make the time for reflection. Number two, take inventory. And number three, evaluate what you want to be different. I've included in this podcast a list of questions you can use to reflect on the past year. You can download these for free at www.janellebruland.com. Use these questions for your own personal reflection, or these are also great to use as an exercise with your team or your family. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. If you have any questions, please email me at Janelle at Legacy-Leader.com. And if this podcast has been helpful, please share it with others so that they can grow in their leadership. Remember, when you grow as a leader, your team will grow and your company will grow. You can transform your leadership, crush your goals, and love your life.